Welcome to the Denton's Employment and Labour podcast. In a series of podcasts, the Denton's Employment and Labour group will discuss the latest employment law issues impacting the Canadian workplace and offer our guidance. I'm your host, Alison Walsh. I'm a partner and lawyer in the Denton's Employment and Labour group. Today, I'm joined by Fausto Franceschi. Fausto is the managing partner of Denton's Edmonton office and is also a member of the firm's Employment and Labour practice group. Fausto joins me today to discuss what the workplace may look like post-COVID-19. Welcome to the podcast, Fausto. Thank you, Allison. I'm uh, looking forward to doing this with you today. And before we delve into what the workplace post-pandemic may look like, can you give our listeners some background about yourself and your practice? Well, I was born and raised uh, in Edmonton, um, graduated from uh, the uh, U of A Law School here, and have been uh, working with uh, Dentons uh, and its various predecessors for 32 years. Uh, and I practice, as you've indicated, in the labor and employment uh, area on the management side. And uh, then I've uh, become uh, the managing partner of this office since December of 2017. So you clearly have a broad legal as well as management background, which gives you a unique perspective on the workplace. And I think you would agree with me that there's no question that COVID-19 has upended the workplace. Between enhanced health and safety measures to employees abruptly shifting to working from home, the workplace has experienced significant upheaval. In turn, that upheaval has changed how many employers and employees look at work. In particular, COVID-19 has normalized remote working for certain types of workers and has shown that remote working is possible without affecting productivity. Going forward, what is your view or what are some of the factors that you think employers will need to consider when assessing what their workplace will look like post COVID-19? I think that uh, there are many factors uh, that employers have to consider. Um, uh, I do think though that the two main things Uh, are as follows. The first one is talent. Uh, If employers are unable to attract and retain top talent because they are inflexible uh, in terms of their uh, work uh, arrangements, uh, they then uh, risk losing uh, that talent to their competitors. So really it's, uh, it's it's a talent business, I think, if you're an employer. And, uh, and so that is going to, to determine, um, you know, what the future workplace uh, is going to be. And if you are inflexible and uh, simply want employees to work in the office when, uh, when employees want uh, uh, to have some, uh, some flexibility, then you're going to be in trouble in terms of uh, hanging on to your talent. The, the second main factor, I think, is uh, cost and uh, certainly cost for space. Uh, and um, uh, if uh, if employers can uh, can reduce the uh, the footprint uh, that they uh, uh, that they uh, require by having uh, employees work from home or adopting a, a hybrid approach, um, uh, that will uh, impact their uh, their decision making. Then, of course, there are other factors that uh, that employers need to consider as well, Allison. Things like training and mentorship. Uh, how how hard uh, or easy will that be uh, with a remote workforce? Um, work styles of employees. Uh, some employees uh, uh, 
uh, or some work environments uh, require more of a collaborative approach versus a solo approach. Uh, culture as well is a big uh, component. Um, when uh, connectivity of people is diminished, uh, that can negatively uh, impact uh, the culture of a, of a workplace. And in some cases, business opportunities um, will be lost as well because uh, colleagues are not physically around uh, to be introduced to, uh, to clients or prospective clients. Uh, there are confidentiality issues as well uh, that, uh, that arise uh, when you have uh, employees working from home. Equipment issues, uh, productivity, uh, and personal factors as well uh, may, uh, uh, may, may come into play. So there's a variety of uh, different uh, factors that employers uh, have to take into account uh, when deciding what the future workplace looks like. But for me, the two most important ones uh, obviously are talent. What do I got to do to hang on to the best talent? And um, what can I do to uh, keep my costs under control? Yeah, so you've indicated that cost savings, and I think particular the thought is that employers will be able to eliminate large office spaces and that this will be attractive to many businesses. Consequently, you know, employers may want to consider switching 100% to a remote working environment. Legally, can employers switch employees to a permanent remote working situation when prior to COVID-19, these employees were regularly going into the office? Yes, unless the contract of employment um, uh, prescribes where the work is to be uh, carried out, the precise location of the work. Uh, and we would not uh, typically see those provisions in an employment agreement, then the employer can certainly, um, uh, you know, move to, uh, to, to remote uh, uh, work with the employees uh, without uh, facing uh, legal challenges. Um, however, doing that, uh, you know, employers should provide a reasonable period of notice to, uh, to its employees when, when making the switch uh, to, uh, to remote working. Um, either 100% remote working or, or a hybrid approach. Um, some of the issues to, uh, uh, to consider um, uh, on the part of an employer is, you know, who is going to provide the employee with the, uh, with the equipment and the technology that's required to carry out the remote work. Uh, are allowances going to be provided for, uh, for internet uh, and, and phone? Um, there's occupational health and safety considerations as employers still need to ensure uh, a safe working environment uh, for its employees, even though they're, they're working uh, from home. And um, uh, the jurisdiction um, is also an issue. Uh, so if employees live outside of the province or outside of the country, um, uh, what laws uh, govern, uh, govern employment? So, uh, and then the other thing, of course, is just, you know, how are you going to go about protecting confidential information that uh, employees have at home, either the employer's confidential information or uh, that which belongs to the employer's clients. So lots of things for employers to consider uh, when moving to that model. Another practical implication about employers moving to a permanent remote working arrangement is how your employees are going to interact with each other. What are some of the factors that businesses need to weigh in terms of you know, the future development of their business and how employees work together? And what are some of the possible consequences if you no longer have face-to-face -face interaction? 
you know, the, the, the two items, uh, I think that stand out uh, for me, quite frankly, are, is the, um, uh, the first one is, uh, you know, mentorship uh, and, and training of, uh, of the employees, particularly, you know, uh, the more junior employees. Um, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it can certainly be done uh, virtually, uh, but it's just not as, uh, as effective uh, from my perspective uh, as it would be uh, when people are working uh, together face to face. So the, the mentorship and succession really is, is something that needs to be um, um, considered uh, uh, closely uh, before uh, moving uh, to that model. The other, uh, the other item uh, that strikes me um, uh, as being uh, critical is, is just maintaining the culture uh, of, of the workplace. If you have a very kind of collaborative, collegial um, culture, um, probably one of the reasons why it's like that is because the interactions that people have in the workplace uh, together are, are positive. Um, and uh, you just uh, end up losing some of that, I think, uh, if everybody is working remotely. Uh, and so it's gonna take some real uh, thought uh, and effort uh, to uh, to to maintain that when people are not uh, not in the same workplace. So you also mentioned that an alternative arrangement to a permanent remote working environment is to have a hybrid model. So where employees split their time between remote working from home and in-office attendance. And according to Stats Canada in a survey released in April of this year, 80% of employees who were surveyed indicated that they would prefer to work at least half their hours from home once the pandemic is over. What are some of the benefits and challenges for employers who are considering a hybrid model? Yeah, it's not surprising uh, to me that the Stats Canada survey uh, indicates that most uh, employees uh, prefer uh, a hybrid model. You know, flexibility is, uh, is something that is, uh, that is desirable. Um, you know, it, 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 it likely creates a balance between the potential uh, efficiencies uh, from, uh, that you get from working remotely um, with uh, obviously the benefit of uh, maintaining uh, social interaction and, uh, and collaboration in the workplace. And as we uh, pointed out earlier as well, when there is uh, competition to attract and, and retain uh, top talent, um, those employers who uh, can offer the most flexibility um, uh, will likely uh, come out ahead of their competitors. And lastly, what role do you think the government will have in shaping the future of the workplace? I think you're going to see more uh, government uh, legislation which addresses some of the, some of the challenges of remote working. Um, probably some uh, changes to uh, occupational health and legislation to provide uh, some, some guidance uh, there. Uh, probably uh, some mandatory sick pay uh, legislation, maybe a right to, right to disconnect uh, legislation. Uh, we're already seeing lots of talk about um, uh, living wages. Um, so I, th I think that uh, we will uh, we will continue to see uh, government legislation uh, as things evolve uh, with, uh, with uh, more and more remote workplaces. 
Well, you've given us lots to think about, and I think we can agree that notwithstanding the hardships of COVID-19, as we move hopefully beyond COVID-19, employers have a unique opportunity to make changes in how they work. And it will be interesting to see if COVID-19 will permanently reshape what it means to go to work. You know, I think uh, um, smart employers uh, will, will consult uh, with and, and obtain the feedback of their employees in order uh, to create a, a work model uh, that is sustainable for them and, and allows them to uh, uh, attract and, and retain uh, the right employees. Uh, I, think, I think the process will be uh, iterative um, and employers will need to consider, you know, individual work styles, you know, personal drivers um, and, and other issues, you know, childcare, isolation, commute time, uh, home workspaces, uh, technology. Uh, this is uh, this is really fascinating. It's it's come. Uh, it, it was here already, uh, but it's uh, it's coming at us uh, much much quicker uh, as a result of the pandemic. And uh, it'll be fascinating to see uh, how employers uh, and employees uh, adapt and and make it work, um, so that. Uh, that you have a uh, uh, an engaged, um, satisfied uh, workforce uh, that will uh, will contribute to the success of uh, the employer's organization. Yeah, I agree, and I think that um, what COVID nineteen has done has um, basically shown that these changes are possible, and where there was hesitancy before. Um, you know, we've shown on a massive scale that you know within weeks you can move your entire workforce remotely. So it definitely has opened up the possibility of different you know, scenarios and different um, models of what work can be. Fausto, thank you for joining me today. It's always a pleasure to speak with you and hear your insight. And thank you to everyone for joining us today. And we encourage you to reach out to your local Denton's Employment and Labor Council with your employment questions. Denton's is a global legal practice providing client services worldwide through its member firms and affiliates. This episode is not designed to provide legal or other advice and you should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Please see Denton's.com for legal notices. Mm -hmm.